What's up, Joes? And welcome to episode 149 of the Average Joes MMA Show, a special episode. I am your host, Jeff Shanahan. I am rolling solo this afternoon. It's fucking fight day. It is fucking fight day. UFC 229 is finally upon us. Conor McGregor challenging for the lightweight title against champion Khabib, the Eagle Nurmagomedov. Uh, I wanted to just kind of do a, an episode today because uh, we didn't record on Thursday. Uh, we did our preview on Tuesday, but uh, I'm also trying to get our 150th episode for Tuesday uh, so that hopefully I'll be able to celebrate not only a milestone, a huge milestone for this show, but also a milestone win for one of my favorite fighters and the return of the king. Yeah, I'm biased. I don't care. Irish all the way, baby. Fucking whiskey versus vodka. Give me whiskey every day, all day, all the whiskey. Uh, yeah, so Thursday I went to see Venom. We were not able to record. Uh, Venom's a good movie. I won't spoil anything. Uh, all I'm going to say and what I've said on Facebook is simply that uh, don't go in with super high expectations and you will not be disappointed. Uh, I went in, you know, not expecting the greatest of movies, and I had a good time. It was a good movie. It's worth seeing. Uh, so, yeah, unable to do record Thursday. I wanted to just kick off this quick little. I was going to try to do a Thursday night podcast uh, after the press conference, but uh, by the time I got home, watched the press conference and stuff, it was late. I needed to get to work in the morning. Uh, yesterday, couldn't do anything because I went to go watch my nephew return to the football field, and... Uh, Kick some ass to school, won their homecoming game like 50-something to fucking six. So, you know, good good job, Bubba. Great game. Welcome back. So I just wanted to do something today. I'm, this is the first time I've ever podcast solo, so I apologize to you guys if I ramble a lot and uh, just kind of have a hard time collecting my thoughts. I'm used to having somebody to bounce my ideas off of. So this is all, uh, this is all untreaded territory for me, and um, fuck it. It's, it's, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Fuck it. I'm not okay with how my uh, football team is currently playing right now, losing 22 to 19 on fucking homecoming. But fuck it. I'm going to take a goddamn dab. Nothing is going to get me down today because there's a Conor McGregor fight. I hope all you guys listening out there <coughs> are excited as hell as I am. <coughs> because if you're not, <coughs> I don't know why you're a fan of this sport. This <coughs> this is everything we've been waiting for. It's a fucking fantastic card. Uh, some fun fights. We had some some great action at the weigh-ins yesterday. Uh, Derek Lewis and Alexander, uh, Alexander Volkov almost get into a fight. Um, obviously, Connor and, and, and Khabib had to be separated. Um, Connor making 0.5 under the, the championship weight, uh, Khabib making dead on, uh, if you watched the, the early weigh-ins at all, or any of the coverage of the early weigh-ins, you saw, you saw Habib not looking so good, um, not looking so good on the scale. Uh, I, I think he definitely had a very tough weight cut this week. 
Uh, Connor looked great, looked, looked shredded. Um, you know, the weight cut probably not as rough as him, on him as uh, the, making the 145. So 55 is probably pretty easy, which you could tell Khabib definitely was was struggling a little bit. Uh, his arms, he looked, he looked tired. He was unable to completely flex. So interesting to see how that's gonna, you know, gonna play out into today. Uh, I felt watching the, the the press conference from Thursday night, or from yeah, from Thursday evening. Uh, Khabib was definitely very very irritated at the fact that Connor wasn't there, um, and and rushed to get out of there to get to his weight cut, and we see why. He, you know, he didn't want to screw up his schedule and and. Obviously, he knew he needed every every moment he could to to make weight. So he struggled a little bit, but uh, d- made it. Didn't didn't miss weight. Didn't have any issues. So hopefully that that won't affect him. Uh, I thought after watching the presser on Thursday, I thought the mental advantage was was leaning towards Connor. I think the not showing up to the weigh in on time kind of pissed Khabib off and um. A lot of the questions about Connor, you know, it could be I, I, I can't make him show up or whatever. The language barrier thing really is hard uh, for Khabib. Obviously, you know, he has a hard time understanding English. He has a hard time. Uh, he doesn't speak the best English. So the pressers without Connor when it's just a beep is very difficult to watch. But it, just in his body language, um, his facial expressions, a lot of things about it. It didn't. It didn't show me that Khabib was was kind of. I think he was mentally a little checked out of the out of it. Uh, but then you get to the weigh in, and I kind of think with Connor going after Khabib that way. I don't know if it was to kind of try to get into Khabib's head, but I don't think it worked. Khabib stayed very calm. He didn't. He wasn't the aggressor in the situation. Connor was the one that was kicking his foot at at Habib and, and, you know, touching him and having to be separated and emotional. And I just kind of thought, like, he – to me, it looked like he gave up a little bit of the advantage that he had coming off of the presser and going into the into this by by his actions at the face-off. And, and I could be wrong, but I just felt like if he would have – if he would have stayed calm and just looked Habib dead in the eye instead of getting emotional and going after him and having to be held back and – you know, especially like, dude, you made the weight. You had the easy cut. You were a half a pound underweight. Like you, you check, check, check. You had all these things, all these boxes already checked off, and you kind of gave a little bit of it up. And so, uh, so definitely gave that that bit of the advantage coming off of that to be. But uh, I watched uh, Dan Hardy's um, breakdown, uh, a statistical breakdown, and like technical breakdown of the fight and if you haven't watched it and you got some time before the fights today i definitely recommend it uh it's about 45 minutes of him and um i think it's andy friedlander or john Gooden uh talking but but dan hardy does such a great job breaking down everything about these guys and then their fighting styles and their tendencies and the things that they do well and what some of their deficiencies and stuff are and he just he's just so brilliant at it and um, you know, learning about it, fucking shit. Touchdown, Northwestern. Sorry, I'm trying to watch my team not lose on top of do this episode, and I'm failing at both. Uh, he was talking about Connor when he um, 
like when he fights, he tends to to fake his reach a lot. And and something I you know not being a boxer and and stuff like that, I never really noticed it. But he'll use he'll he'll shorten his reach up a little bit to kind of give you a false idea of how far he can reach out and get your head onto a line. And he's always moving his hands constantly, and, and it's 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 to distract you from his movement as he's inching forward and inching forward. And now this line where you would think his reach was that ends on his shoulder, now as he's suckered you into where he wants you, he steps in and, and fully extends his reach. And now this line is on his elbow instead of, you know, another three or four inches back into his shoulder. So there's a whole lot more room for that punch to connect and follow through with a lot of power. But we know the tail of the tape. We know what what is going to happen. Connor has to keep it on his feet. Habib's going to want to take it to the ground. Can can Habib stalk through the striking of Connor McGregor and to to get a hold of him and get him into his world so he can take him to the ground and control him and maul him until Connor gives up or through five rounds. And that's the question, and many people question Conor McGregor's <clears throat> ground ability, his takedown defense. They think there's absolutely no way he's going to be able to stop Habib. And, and absolutely possible. Habib is an animal, an absolute animal when it comes to grappling. I mean, his sambo and wrestling skills are, are better than none, but it's that question on his feet. He has to get inside. To get inside, you have to be able to take the shots that Conor McGregor is going to give you. We know Khabib can can take a decent shot. You know, he took a big shot from Michael Johnson. But can you take that shot from Conor McGregor? And what happens if Conor is successful at stopping your takedown? Which he has proven he can do. He has... Eddie Alvarez, he stopped Nate Diaz. And I think, I mean, Nate Diaz is not as good of a wrestler as Shabib Nurmagomedov. Eddie Alvarez isn't as good of a wrestler, but they're both very good grapplers and very good at getting you to the ground. Connor, you know, has, has stated, you know, a big focus of this of this camp has been on wrestling and grappling, you know, while continuing to, to hone his skills in boxing. But he took, he took a year a year completely off from MMA just to fight, just to train boxing. So, <clears throat> and I brought this up the other day on the show. Like, his striking was already one of the best in the MMA before this. What is it like now, now that he's taken that year off to train for a guy like Floyd Mayweather, who's one of the, the least hit boxers ever? And Connor had some success and being able to hit him. I mean, a lot of people will argue that it was, you know, Floyd letting him, letting him do it. I, I mean, I don't know here or there, either way. But uh, um, I definitely think there's there, there there's absolutely no way you spend a year training for a guy like Floyd Mayweather, boxing exclusively, and that your striking is not going to be in improved. At all, and I don't know. We've seen how Habib 
gets hit. I mean, he gets he gets hit always. Alia Quinta got a hold of him. Uh, Michael Johnson's gotten a hold of him. Like, and Connor is good at using the distance. Khabib's got to be able to close distance. And can he do that? Can he do that? And can he take the shots that Connor is going to put against his chin as he's closing that distance? I don't know. I question it. I, I I don't question Habib as a fighter. I I think I think Habib is, is dangerous as fuck, and has some of the best wrestling. Um, and sambo, you know, ground control, all of that shit that exists in MMA. But I don't know if he can take that shot to the jaw, and I don't know if he can take multiple shots to that jaw. What's going to happen when when Connor cracks him with that left hand? Is he going to sleep him in two? That's what I took on the fight. Uh, that's what I took uh, on Thursday, on Tuesday, and I stand by that. I think he, I think he's going to be able to knock him out in the first two rounds, maybe three. Uh, I can see where like Raphael's point where it could go five. I can see it. I can see that happening as well because. Uh, if Connor's able to stop the takedowns and just punch up, or even you know what happens when he gets up, and Abiv has got to work, 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 work to take him down again. You know, every time Connor doesn't get taken down on the first try or the second try, you know that's that's wearing out Khabib, but it's also going to wear out Connor. But Connor's not taking the shots from Khabib coming in that Khabib's going to be taking from him. And it's there, there's a lot of questions on the strength of Khabib's jaw. And rightfully so. Who have we seen him get hit by that has that? I mean, he was able to walk down Edson Barbosa, but Edson Barbosa's a kicker. It takes a lot more to set that up. You know, Connor can use kicks to set up punches and punches to set up kicks. And he's going to kick you in the leg and in, in the knee and in your stomach and everywhere to try and soften you up. And then here comes the knockout shot. Oh, man, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 my gut's telling me Connor. My Irish blood's telling me Connor. And there goes a bunch of fucking buckets, empty buckets of goddamn oil. Uh, my Irish blood says you got to ride with Connor, and I ride with Connor. I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna put Khabib to sleep. Uh, he's gonna get his belt back, and probably we will. Well, I want to say that we will probably get your next title fight. Off the co-main of the winner of the co-main event tonight, but even Dana White's not that confident about it. When asked about it at the press conference, he you know repeatedly was brought up about Nate, the winner of Nate and Poirier being in the mix, and I think you got an argument for either guy if they do win because if Poirier wins, he's been putting in the work, but. If Nate wins, you got that built-in million dollar buy fight for the trilogy against Connor. But are you giving Nate Diaz the title shot? <laughs> right off the bat, but 
uh, rankings don't matter anymore, and it's all about dollars and cents. So you kind of have to think so, right? It's going to be some murky waters tonight. I, I definitely think Tony Ferguson's going to beat the shit out of Anthony Pettis and get on the mic and scream for his title shot. And in his mind, he deserves a title shot. And I and I don't necessarily disagree disagree with him being the the next title contender at all. I mean, he was the, the interim champion, didn't lose that belt, was stripped, uh, you know, unfortunately because he had an accident, lost the fight with the cable, didn't get to fight Habib for the title. But, uh, again, it comes down to the business of it. If Nate, if Nate Diaz goes out and starches Dustin Poirier next month, I would absolutely say you're, you're fucking making Connor Nate three um yeah you're at you're absolutely making connor and nate three in the beginning of 2019 and you're gonna sell a million pay-per-views i you're probably gonna sell a million pay-per-views with ferguson too just because it's connor but i don't think you sell it on the strength of, of tony I definitely don't think you saw it on the strength of Tony. Nate, Nate Diaz is definitely going to sell more pay-per-views than Tony Ferguson. Definitely sells more pay-per-views than Tony Ferguson. And, you know, people are going to scream, well, he deserves it. And, and due to rankings and, and fighting and his achievements, I, I can't argue with that. But there's, it's always the business side of it, man. And that's... If it don't, if it makes dollars, it makes sense. Nate and Connor make dollars, and it makes sense. So it's I don't envy uh, the matchmakers. I do not envy the matchmakers that that have to try to figure out what's going to happen off of this. If if Habib wins, then it's a lot easier. It's a lot easier, and. I'm not trying to short sell Habib by saying I think he gets knocked out because it's if he's able to hold Connor down and get and keep him on the ground, he's gonna maul him out. And then it's just he's gonna lay on him and maul him out. And that's very, very likely possible. Likely possible. It's all it's very possible to happen. But it's all he has to get inside, and that's the scariest part to me for him. Is he has to get into that contact. And rush in on Conor McGregor. And when you rush in on Conor McGregor, he sidesteps you. And pop, pop. And the lights go out. And I don't know what's going to happen if Habib gets dropped. He he hasn't he hasn't been dropped before. At least not the... I mean, the, the Michael Johnson kind of got him, but... I'm excited. I am excited. Fucking super excited for this fight to finally happen. Or just just to get Conor McGregor back. Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I got all my boys coming over this evening. Uh, Rafael is going to be doing the fight companion with, with the, uh, the Full Heel Podcast Fight Club. So... If you're looking for a little entertainment while you're watching the fight, dude, do it up. Get on YouTube, fucking holler at Rafa. 
listen to that shit. I'm going to check some news real quick while I got it. I'm creeping up on 20 some minutes. So I think, I think I've, uh, <clears throat> accomplished what I wanted to do. I just, I just wanted to put an episode out so I could do 150 on Tuesday. That's basically it. And to see what it's like to do a podcast by myself. Cause I've never done it. I didn't think I did terrible. Oh, dude, fuck Drake. Who led Drake on the stage with Connor goddamn McGregor? Seriously. Who fucking let Drake on stage? Drake's not Irish. He's got no business there. Fuck that dude. I just wanted to say that because Blake posted that picture. Because Blake posted that picture of him. Fuck Aubrey Graham. Pusha T buried his ass. If you don't believe me, go listen to the story out of Don. And tell me that Drake's diss was better. I will call you a fucking liar. Uh, John Jones says he hasn't given up anybody, any info on anyone in the sport. We're, we're regarding his him being a snitch rumors. Uh just trying to look for any any news I missed or anything big since we didn't record on Tuesday, but uh <coughs> not really seeing anything. Yeah, fuck it. I guess I'll call that an episode. I don't know. It's weird. This is this is fucking fucking weird for me, but hey, I did it. It's probably not our best episode, but I can think of some episodes with we had Dave that were probably a lot worse. So fuck it. <laughs> We'll be back on Tuesday to celebrate our 150th episode. Rafa will be here. I won't just be talking to myself and feeling super weird about it. Um, yeah, I'll get into all the fuck. It, I'll get into all that shit on Tuesday. All the thank yous, but thank you guys for for sticking with us. Shout out to Rafa. Make sure you're going over to the Full Heel Podcast. Like, rate, subscribe. Go to YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Hop into the chat, say what's up. Tell them you're an average Joe. Tell them you're a fan of the Full Heel Podcast. Show some love. I appreciate you guys. We'll see you on Tuesday. Enjoy tonight's UFC 229. YouTube, don't fuck me. Fuck it, cold entrance. I'm Jeff. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week.